0: Listeners, here's another episode of Escape from Plan A for you, and uh, this is, I mean, this is normally would be our bonus pod, and, you know, only, there are special times when we have to, we feel the need to just release it as a free episode, because we we talk about a topic that we think people really need to listen to, and just what, what well, was like three weeks ago, we did it because uh, Michelle Go was murdered in the New York subways, and now we have to do another one because of just the latest of these types of incidents. Uh, so yeah, well, unfortunately we have to do this. Uh, so I I'm joined today, uh, however, by two great special guests, a uh, Chong, you may know her as Boba cyclist on Twitter. <laughs> and, and this is really, I think this is very special. Uh, Shan,
1: uh, teens girlfriend,
0: I think it's the first time on Escape from Planet, (laughs) Yeah, couple's episode. (laughs) I've
1: suggested her to come on before, but I think for this time, she was like really, you know, sort of, uh, she had a lot to say about the topic, so.
0: Yeah, and and for good reason. So before we delve into this, uh, why don't we do introductions? Chong, could you just tell the listeners a bit about yourself?
2: Hi, my name is Chong Bretian. I live in Queens. I am Korean American. And I, um, I'm an academic. I teach at Baruch College, and I am a uh, mostly a transportation and safe streets activist. Uh, I do a lot of biking activism. Yes, and and city. as a
0: city bike subscriber, I thank you for all your hard work, keeping the streets safe for us.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs>
0: You're and Shan, why don't you <laughs> introduce yourself?
3: Hi, my name is Sean. Um, it's my first time to join the podcast, so I after like listening to team for so many times. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was born in Guangzhou, China. I came here, came to America, to New York uh, for my high school. I went to a high school in Chinatown uh, where the uh, mostly like Asian and black kids, along with some Hispanic and Indian people. Um, so after I graduated from college, um I went to a public after I graduated from high school, I went to a public college and then I went to after graduation, uh I went to a nonprofit organization in Chinatown for a while and then I got a job in the public sector and I that pretty much like me and I am like what you so called the one point five generation.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're so ha- happy to have both of you and uh, every everyone else team. No need to no need to talk about yourself. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. So we're here to talk about. I mean, not just about her murder, but I mean, this is what's precipitated all this discussion for tonight. Christina Yuna Lee, who um, I think some of you know the details a bit more. So feel free to just jump in. I'll, I'll just get, sorry.
1: Was it Christine or Christina? I think I it's saw Christina. It Christina, Christina,
0: okay. Yeah. So she uh, was a resident of Chinatown, 35 years old, Korean American. And she was like stalked and followed into her apartment, uh, stabbed multiple times, uh, like a ton of times. And like everyone in the building could hear her screaming. But of course, by then it was too late and the guy arrested i don't know too many details about him some people thought he was from like the shelter nearby i mean as i said i haven't read too much about him so somebody please jump in if they have a firmer grasp on the facts i'm not sure if he was like homeless i'm not not sure Mm -hmm. about that i
2: think yeah i think he was living in a a shelter on the bowery that was his last known address right but he also kind of lived around the park in that
0: area. Yeah. Uh, do they have a name on him? I think they do. All right. Asmad Nash. Awesome-odd Nash. Yep. Yeah. And he's black, so again, that I think that's what causes a lot of what well, we'll get into it this kind of like mealy-mouthed um just like kind of bullshit going on. But all right, so yeah, wh- why don't we go around just just say what's on our minds? Chang, why don't we start with you since you're our guest? Yeah.
2: Um I uh I have not been able to sleep. Um, I, I keep thinking about fear as and, and I started thinking about, you know early humans and and how fear is an, is an organizing emotional, you know principle and and think about early man's life living in constant fear, the threat of death all the time. And what unites people in a society is is protection. And people decided at one point, millions of years ago, right? To like band together, to protect each other, to be safe, to look out for one another. And that's why they survived. And we did not protect Christina. We did not protect her as a society. And she lost her life because of that. So I I think about her last moments of just abject fear when that monster emerged from the darkness, following her, busting through her door, and ending her life, and it's just, it's just hideous. It's it's horrible. So that's what I've been feeling.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Shen. Well, what what have you been feeling?
3: Well, I pretty much have the same experience like Hong. Um, I, well, literally, I couldn't really sleep well. I literally have to take day off tomorrow because I just feel really tired. And I have been thinking about her for days because. Simply speaking, she could be me. And I'm ready to go back to the office by the end of March. And I constantly have feared, you know, going back to what you call, you know, the normal life. I have been, like, working at home for almost, like, two years. I, When I think about, like, going back to subway, it kind of terrifies me because of um, Michelle Go. And then today I kind of frustrated again because I saw the news about they are uh, planning to build more shelters in Chinatown just a couple days after you know, Christina Christina dead it's like I I don't know how that would consider as a solution you know, for for Asian, especially Asian women um, I I I mean, I just like I don't know what to say.
0: Um, teen, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it it hits differently for a guy, right? Because I mean, like what both of them said, and and damn, like Chong going back to thinking, like you know, deep, uh, sort of deep psychological experiences of fear, like. I mean, I was feeling that in the sense of like trying to empathize with what it must have been like for her. And it's honestly like whatever separates me from her to keep me from fully understanding what that was like is a blessing. Like being a man is a blessing. <sighs> I, just, I just don't want to think about it. Yeah. It's just, it's just too much.
0: Yeah. I, I've talked it over with a couple of. Uh, asian female friends of mine and actually the uh, what what they have in common is this like sense of numbness like, well, obviously they're very sad but I mean, one one friend said i feel so terrible for that poor woman but beyond that i'm completely apathetic um and i asked her like why and she says the apathy comes from figuring out early in the pandemic that no one seems to care much if asians live or die that has been clear for a while. And she also said, um, I mean, can you imagine the outrage if she was white? Uh, instead, it's a story you have to scroll all the way down the page to maybe notice. And uh, some of my other female friends have said the same thing. Like, like we, uh, I, I, you know, we see the, we go, you go on social media and uh, maybe locally it's trending. You, you got the, the tears and prayers, bullshit. And, you know, the mental health services, bullshit. But we know nothing's going to get done. So I think at this point, the the completely self-preserving logical thing to do is just be like, yeah, let's not, you know, let's just kind of protect our own emotions.
1: It, like my first feeling when I get close to understanding the the depth of what happened, uh, the, um, the magnitude of what happened, you know, my first instinct is like, we've got to, we've got to, We've got to prevent this from happening. Like this can't happen. Like people can't die like this. Uh, It's unacceptable. At like a like just a fun like no, there's nothing that gets underneath that.
2: Well, there's the rub because it happened to an Asian woman. So instead of community safety and temporarily, if you have to, you know, increase some policing and increase you know some community safety patrols, you're going to have the opposite. You're going to have Asians scapegoated for bringing the cops to to this neighborhood again, for causing more harm, because that's how this is interpreted yeah. among blue checks, among you know the nonprofit people, et cetera, the academics. So we cannot win. we We get murdered, and then when we ask for the state to protect us in the same ways they protect everyone else, we get you know, scapegoated as being, you know, racist as being as causing harm. So that's probably explains why some people are numb to this, because this just happened. Uh, A a, a woman was killed. Another woman is missing half of her skull because she got beat with a brick. What has changed? If you walk down Broadway in Jackson Heights, nothing has changed. Right. So, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, you you can Numbness. just sense the like calculations being made especially by our so-called representatives which we'll we'll get into cuz they they deserve to be right. just like fucking just yeah. dragged through the, the fire here but you know they're like okay what's like how much is it going to cost my position in my like social circle or maybe even like professional aspirations um you know how how angry am I allowed to get and it's whatever i like uh, Shane like uh, what are your thoughts yeah, on that w-
3: yeah, I wanna say something like what I fear the most is what my, you know, other female uh Chinese American friend told me, like um she said, well, you know, it's gonna be another one. It will be more. And what I fear the most is like it people gonna treat it like a new normal. You know, I, I did that. I don't know, it's <laughs> it's really hard to say. But I Besides, like, I telling her, you know, be careful, protect yourself. I really don't know what more to say because what she said could be true, you know. Right. Well, Christina did everything right.
2: She took a cab home, probably to avoid that horrible station. Grand Grand Street at night is scary. She took a cab home. What more can you do, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: Safe. I mean, she did everything that she could. So what more can we do? But, you know, it just feels so helpless.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got I to say that, like, my immediate reaction to this is, like, I really don't care anymore. Like, I, 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 I'm trying to be as unguarded as possible about this because I really don't want other political sensibilities to get in the way of like us as a community trying to find a a solution to this. Because again, for me, this is like hitting my bottom level. Like there, there are a lot of things that I will accept in order to fix, in order to prevent these kinds of things, because it is so terrible that a lot of other shit just doesn't, it can't outweigh this. So part of it is like, yeah, I will support more policing even though that's against my normal um, political instincts or whatever, if that's if someone is proposing a plan that I think is workable and can be put into effect immediately, because like my girlfriend needs to be safe tomorrow, not not next year, or t- ten years from now, and I, I don't see why uh, you know. And I think the th- big thing that you hear now is like, well, and I saw Grace Meng saying this. I mean, Jose Diaz on. I think it was a- ABC News or, or whatever, was interviewing Grace Meng, and he was more worked up about this than she was. He was angry about this, and she was, like, sedate and yes, sad. Yes,
3: but very robotic, too. Like She just want to say the right thing, yeah. but that's not really helping.
1: Yeah, I mean, not a single word about... I mean, when he asked, like, what what's causing this, she, or, or what can be done about this, you know, she said the politically astute thing, which is like, we need more mental health resources and all that. Now I'm not, I got two thoughts of this is like one, you know, we're not talking about bougie middle-class mental health resources. We're talking about straitjackets and like, for, you know, forced custody in, in mental asylums and like forced drugs. Okay. So that's not a pretty solution either. So when people say we need more mental health services, I, I think the politicians are playing a game where they where they're trying to play off the middle class experience of what mental health services means. Yeah, it's just kicking and the
0: can down the road. Like, look, like mental health service. What the hell does that mean? Does that mean everyone gets like, like I don't know, give homeless like like free subscriptions to like Better Help? Are you saying everyone then gets like a two hundred dollar an hour therapist? Or as you said, more likely, it's just going to end up like, like one of those asylums from like the like 19th century where yeah, you know, people right. are just hoarded up into like just stone brick cells. Um, and, and then obviously they're going to protest against that. And it's just like those thing with like say community. Okay, we can't have police. We got to have community uh, watches. So then somebody like China Mac uh, or not him in particular, but like that type, kind of like, like, a, like a thuggy type is going to lead those probably into oh no no not not that either we're we're going to have like i don't know people it's, it's just such bullshit
2: yeah well that's carceral right that's the word you have to say anything is carceral now and you know we need creedmore is what we need because this the the um, assailant here the murderer he was already being compelled to check in with his parole officer And he didn't do it. So now what do you do? Okay. Do you just forget about it? Right? You have to do something. And people like Grace Grace Meng know, you know, who's buttering their bread. And they know the second she suggests something like institutionalization of people who are clearly a danger, she's going to get reamed by by the progressives that are willing to launder this crime in order to look better. To their their you know nonprofit jobs or whatever, and I don't think we can wash this blood stain away. It would be immoral. It's immoral. It's 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 not it's not humane. It's not part of a society to just forget about this.
3: So 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 are you saying that the politician will just watch uh, MIC just falling apart like this or? Well,
2: I think it already has. I mean, there's a long list of Asian victims of right. these hate crimes, and not all of them are named because they didn't want them their names. To, and these are right, crimes right, that right. are just, just gruesome and, and so violent. And these are elderly people who don't heal quickly. Right. So yeah, I, I do think they're willing to it's like there's a quota and eventually if maybe it went above a certain number they might do something but i don't think they really care i really don't i think if you know they're they're smart right they they know that it is a political risk to show yourself as being on the side of the downtrodden asians
0: yeah so why don't we focus on that because it's like it's one thing for horrible shit to happen i mean like Uh, not to sound callous but you know horrible shit happens to all uh racial groups in america that's kind of a given uh but at least what we can control more is our reaction to it and the reaction from uh like our self-appointed voices of community as you put it chong has been absolutely pathetic uh so let's let's go in on that um chong do you want to express your thoughts on on that specific yeah well
2: first of all i i've been like looking at the rhetorical moves some of these blue checks you know the nonprofits the academics i've been looking at like how they react and it seems to me like these people are haunted by this specter of of policing and and a specter of anti-blackness i mean they really are they they do this like automatic reflex this this pivot in one sentence that collapses this anti-asian hate cannot be met with anti-black carceral solutions it's it's like one sentence or or like this horrific crime will not be stopped by more policing they can't even give it a separate sentence to say that it, it's there's like no conjunctions every single one of them says this and and as soon as a crime happens they don't even use the victim's name they don't even talk about the victim it's just literally this was horrible however we can't do X, Y, Z. It's all about what we can do. So, so, so first of all, let me ask who's making this claim. Who's saying, yeah, we really need to hire like more Mikeys from Massapequa on the NYPD, or else my harmony is not going to get bashed in the face on the way to church. Like no one's saying that. And, and even if it's just a few frustrated right wingers that are screeching about like defund, you know, why do you defund the police? That does not constitute the breadth of like Asian American thinking and advocacy on, on violence prevention, right? These, these people don't think of Asians as having any like moral clarity. They, they don't even know that Asians are already doing the work. I remember there was one, one of these blue checks. I I believe she's a sociologist and like professor of Asian American studies. She was thinking out loud, gosh, does, is there such thing? as a, as a group that maybe escorts vulnerable Asian seniors home from the subway. And and I'm thinking like, okay, you don't have to know every group. Like you don't even live here. I get that. But the fact that she doesn't even think it was a possibility that we are already doing this is what bothers me. It's like, you're so far removed from it. So yeah, that's what they do. They, this is horrific, but, or while this is sad, let's remind the community it's just a big finger wag and it's insulting is what it is
0: yeah
1: it's i mean to insulting. the it is like to along the lines of what chong is saying i'm looking at um a tweet by whitney who who i think uh chris she was like working on the campaign for she was morales. the former
0: campaign manager of yeah for that morales, total yeah. woke grifter diane morales uh, uh, yep. chong you didn't did you support diane morales
2: uh, nope. <laughs> okay, nope. good. Okay, because I was going to say,
0: any, any idiot who did not see what a fake she was uh, I mean, yeah, no. is an idiot. But anyway, this is her former campaign manager. Uh, so she, you can kind of tell what her like professional and career stakes are for her in this.
1: Yeah, and she says... As a tweet, as an Asian woman, don't touch bail reform and pretend it's for my safety. Instead, talk about housing insecurity, food insecurity, lack of free mental and health care, uh, education access, job access, and, uh, and our safety net that you continually defund for cops who cannot protect me. And food insecurity. What <sighs> How the would fuck would that be is an
3: that? Im- immediate that solution that? for it? I, I don't want.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's right. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, aside from the sort of like, aside from the sort of provocative nature of this that I think is almost intended now to be a thumb in the eye of Asian people at this point, like it's not, I think they're almost aware that this is directly antagonizing um, the Asian community, that this if you just analyze what she's proposing, look, we need long-term solutions and I am for long-term solutions. There's nothing in that list that I am against, but those are long-term investments and we do have to make long-term investments, but we need a fucking short-term solution because this shit happens every few weeks. We said, we were saying this when Michelle go got pushed that the answer is not whatever it is, more mental health and more, you know, um, You know, access to uh, housing that was three fucking weeks ago. And then something even worse, I hate to say it, but something even more horrific happened in three weeks. And that whole time, you know, there were things that we could have done. This could have been prevented if we were very serious about it. That is asking a lot, I understand, but it's not impossible. But they're making it impossible to say, don't touch bail reform and pretend it's for my safety. Well, I know it's not for your safety. In this case, it was for her safety. Yeah, and then they uh, make it all about themselves somehow. They all make it about them fucking selves.
3: And they think that they represent all Asian women. But no, I'm sorry, but no.
0: No, don't apologize. Nothing to to apologize for.
2: Yeah, they don't. But see, here's the thing. Speaking of like anger, these people's feelings... You know, they're they're dictated by these academic institutions that like define what social justice is, right? They're this like vanguard class of Asians and they speak in this like grant writing, fellowship writing, nonprofit you know, workshop, right? And and they talk like academics talk. They say things like reimagining, critical reflections, the politic which you know if it's singular that means it's really deep the the politic of and guess what imagination and reflection that's the opposite of concrete theory is like the opposite of an actual practice and Asians are under siege in these cities and we need practical solutions and so you know way back when it was like Republicans who are proposing bullshit solutions, family values, you know, focus on family, city upon the hill, and giving people nothing. Now it's like, okay, so you're saying just as empty words when you're saying we need to critically reflect. What the fuck does that even mean? There's a woman in Elmhurst Hospital with half her skull missing. What the fuck is reflection going to do for her? Nothing. The guy that I hate to, you know, change the subject to another victim, but the guy that attacked her had attacked another Asian woman previously with a piece of wood. And then he graduated to a rock. And now he's in jail. And now he's not hurting anyone else. So there you go. The solution in this case was to take him off the streets, right? Or or to institutionalize him before he graduated to a rock.
0: Yeah. I mean, reimagine, what the fuck are you, a novelist? Like, we, we don't have time for you to fucking play your mind like it's all thought experiment to them that's what you can it tell is. they they claim to be yeah. asian uh they because it's like good for their careers at this point to to right. identify as a minority but the way they they talk about see this is like amer uh Asians you can tell they they don't really think of themselves as part of community and i was yeah. thought like take take someone like Kim Tran who i think last year had oh. this infamous tweet where she said oh,
1: like She's uh, the corporate DEI hustler. Uh, and she like her website literally yeah. is like, contact me if you want if you're like in HR or whatever and yeah. you need like someone to come in. It's just fucking yeah. gross.
0: Uh, she said something about she, like I envision a world where our elders don't have to fear uh, for their safety because we live in, in a you loving, caring world where I guess uh, streets are made of chocolate or, or some bullshit. And I thought, Lol. okay, maybe she she doesn't really identify with these elders they're different generation maybe she has some like weird uh like parent issues or something but the latest vic or uh, at least someone like michelle go or christina yuna lee are pretty much people like her and for her to still be oh, what was that latest bullshit she tweeted um
2: oh yeah anyway she, she said same something bullshit. similar
0: yeah. same, same, i'm like wow i almost have to give it to someone like her to be so cold-blooded mm-hmm. when it is basically mm-hmm. like your sister someone who yeah. is you uh and no longer can i explain it away saying maybe she doesn't really identify uh, no, i guess she just only cares about herself or her small very small cadre yeah. of these types of asian americans maybe if one of them gets uh, uh killed or something then they might spring to action also would probably depend on who did the killing because at least they like after atlanta uh, they oh, uh, for like one week yeah. for one week they showed a bit of backbone but you know, it just
2: well, you know. it's like girl boss gatekeep, but Asian version, right? And, and I think her recent, most recent tweet was about critically reflecting. That's the <laughs> exact language that she used. And uh, yeah, it is. And, you know, speaking of anger, these people were angrier at that article about why I don't take my shoes off in your house, written by a white woman. Oh, damn. I I didn't even read that. They're they're mad. Well, I didn't read it either, but I I did notice. Things like that generate thousands of these reactions. They're madder about noodles than they are about what happened to Christina Unat-Lee. They're yeah. angry Well, it's pure, it's
0: pure displacement. It's obvious to see. Like, we're not allowed to get angry about actual murder. So we'll we'll redirect all that energy uh, to to blowing up when some, like, white lady makes dumplings or some shit. Right. Uh, Shan, exactly. are you on Twitter?
3: Oh, yeah, I am. Okay,
0: like, when you see this, like, how do you feel?
3: Uh, for some reason, I feel like they hate their parents. And they <laughs> love to educate them. And I don't know why, but I, I think I know a girl just like them. Uh, she went to my high school. And she, on Facebook, she uh, a couple years ago. Whenever like a black person got hurt, she always like talk about it. But whenever it's like an Asian person got hurt, well, she's Asian herself. Um, she would be really silent. I think she was in the organization called the uh, APPC, something like that. I forgot in Chinatown. But that organization is really weird because they always stand up for. Black people, but not really Asian people, even though they in the name of like for Asian American, you know, nonprofit organization. So basically, I just yelled at her, <laughs> and then I tell my friend, like, uh, you know, you better to watch out this kind of people. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah.
2: Right. It's it's these people who subordinate their own feelings, right? Uh, if they have them, they they subordinate <laughs> the needs and the, what, what is owed to our community. They, they subordinate that to their own, you know, bullshit. They, and then not just that. Okay. So fine. If you want to compartmentalize your feelings, be my guest, but then they use their position. They do nothing but sneer browbeat and lecture other Asians who are scared. And so, you know, when it was people like Nancy Toe or Yao Pen Ma. Who work out collecting cans? You might say, "Well, these people are all professional class, media class Asians. Maybe they don't identify with them, and their parents are probably middle class." Okay, fine, you know. But when it's someone who literally resembles you, who's who's you know an artist, someone who works for Deloitte, right? Who's a high earner, who who had a a long CV full of great things. You can't is it like
1: an art gallery director. Yeah, I think right, is exactly. what um, she was.
2: Right, you just can't even identify with her, and you're still going to minimize anger, right? And and, and it's almost like I think these people, frankly, I'm going to say it. I think they don't like Asians very much, or or they don't like the unwashed masses of Asians. I think there's probably like they like each
3: other, right? And they just don't like the rest of us. I think they really hate being asian Mm. that's how i feel about yeah yeah
0: Yeah, the the way i think their evolution works is they yeah they don't they grew up really not liking being asian uh but at at a certain point it's like okay this self-hatred like i mean actually on the individual level like i hate myself not just like as a group that gets kind of weary maybe they take a few like asian american studies types of classes it's like okay i can love myself now like but i but then it it starts small and then expands to the minimum level possible. So I bet if if there are other Asian Americans they care about, as I said before, it's probably their small group of very like minded. Not even like like just their gender. I mean, we, we sometimes we talk about gender. I don't think they even if you're if they're Asian women, I don't think they even like most Asian American women, especially if they're uh, more like recent immigrants or they work in different industries or or live in parts of town that aren't as maybe like bougie or whatever they don't like them Mm -hmm. and they're fucking up their path right now like oh these asians they keep getting killed now we gotta say shit and now it's gonna make me look bad in front of my friends and stuff and i i can i we all know that's what's going on in their minds that's why they're so just like and you know they they have no energy fucking when they're talking about this
1: I I think part of it. I mean, I think that's the ultimate source of it. But I think the other problem is that that they become influential and they actually start convincing people, like Grace Meng, who I believe does enjoy being Asian and I think she's proud of being Asian, um, but she can't. She cannot fully, in in a full throated way, defend the community and the interests, and she has to. Yeah. She yeah. She has she has to sort of uh, respect the boundaries that were laid down. Um, By the people that I think Chong was describing as you know um, people who browbeat uh, you know the the any Asian American representative that steps out of line, and Grace Meng to me, there's a sheepish quality to her. You know, like I she's not representing the anger that I feel that Shan feels. Like she's not voicing that, and it was very fucking upsetting to watch Jose Diaz Mm. capture my feelings better than she did. Because I know, as a white man uh, in the media, there is there are larger uh, forces in play. Like I know that this f- finally the national media is paying attention to this, because we are uh, going to be useful in building this larger law and order uh, agenda. I understand that, and I know that Asians are being used this way often. But here is the thing: is you know, it is, and I think we Asian people need to understand we're not white. We are not white people. The way we talk about race, our own race and others, it does not have to mirror the way white liberals talk, right? We have to find our own standing here. And when it comes to stuff like this, when it comes to crimes against us, when it comes to policing, and when it comes to things like affirmative action or whatever it is, like we have to understand that. We are not using ourselves as an excuse to, for some other agenda. The agenda is us. The agenda is our safety. The agenda is our children. The agenda is whatever it is. We have a direct interest in it. And we don't have to do the way white people do and say, oh, but see, this is, and I know they do this. We know they do this. But we don't have to be concerned about that because this is our direct interest. And, and, I, and I just see a lot of Asian people censoring themselves and allowing the voice in their head to overrule what they really feel. And they start editing themselves in real time. And that's why I'm so fed up with the mealy-mouthed, you know, practiced manner of Asian American politicians and leaders. I can't – it's so obvious when I see it.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, this
0: is some – somewhat related but did you guys heard about the the three bo- uh school board members in San Francisco got recalled yes. today right right they yeah. got
2: booted <laughs>
0: right and uh one of them was the infamous allison Collins the one who said that asian students who do uh, well in school are, are like practicing white supremacy uh some bullshit yes. like that and yep. they were all incompetent but- across the the board it wasn't just that that got them ousted but that was was a major thing so again uh, that uh, that idiot Eddie Kim. Uh, I was just going through his Twitter, Jesus. and he he's just he's like so panicking. He's of, he, he's totally he's panicking so about this because uh, I guess his career path is predicated on Asians, um, kind of being the, the good minorities in in
1: his like little uh, you know, progressive little circle as a as a as a straight asian guy in the in the pools that he's trying to swim in he's going to get washed out real quick right too. so he, he's like saying oh you these like stupid he doesn't he's, even have an identity to rely on
0: yeah right. and he's like D- these right-wingers trick them all i mean and uh, i was on reddit just like in these like san francisco bay area subreddits they were like right if, if right-wingers are that good at influencing san francisco politics like, like not like like they'd have some political power like for once but <laughs> anyway
2: yeah, well, like politicians like Meng are in a tough spot. I mean, in in some uh, discussions, Asians are are made out to be oppressors, right? Uh, especially when it comes to schools and public safety. So any advocacy for the things that matter to Asians is looked upon as oppressing other groups. So yeah, I mean, she can't be seen to be you know, have an agenda. Whereas other politicians of color, other non-white politicians don't have, well, for the most part, I can't say a hundred percent, but they don't have that caveat. Like, like, you know, I, I know people give like Ron Kim shit for the GNT, right. But he's advocating for his family. I mean, he, he took ESL classes and then got into a good program. Right. That's that's how he ended up being successful. So if he wants that for his own children, for the, the the children of his community, you know, what's wrong with that? But no, he gets called all sorts of stuff for supporting that.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, look at this. Eddie Kim is tweeting about uh, the white people complaining about how Asians eat, blaming their racist reaction on Lord. misophonia. What is this bullshit? Like, who cares? Like who cares? <laughs>
1: Who cares? I know like this is this is this is the thing about the, um who gives a shit Christina Unalie is like if this isn't a clarifying event for you then you're not fit to be a leader.
2: Yeah, you're fucked I don't know, in the I don't, head.
1: You're fucked in the head. Yeah. Um if if this is not changing you and the way about w- in which you talk about um policing and the homeless problem, the violence, the targeting of Asian women, the xenophobia rampant in media, all of the things that are conspiring for us to see 350, 550% increases in you know, citywide attacks against Asians. If, if, the, if the abject horror of what happened to that poor woman is not changing you, you need to get the fuck out of the way. And I and I think that the Asian community in New York needs to start thinking this way because we like we have to this until like this is rock fucking bottom. It's rock fucking bottom. If you can't find the bottom here, you don't you're not you're you're in a relativistic space where where like the ordinary thoughts and feelings of a human have escaped you. Right. If you don't understand that this is rock bottom, 40 fucking times she died in a pool of her own blood in her bathtub.
2: Yep. By someone who should never have been out on the street, who should have never yeah, been I allowed. Yeah, I mean, there were warrants out for his out. fucking arrest. That's right. why the
1: first thing Whitney who said was don't touch bail reform. Yeah. Because right. I know y'all are going to use this to fuck up my agenda. And I didn't work this hard just to let it all go away because some – asian woman was murdered by a black man that's not convenient for my career arc and i don't give a fuck
0: yeah and you know i I really don't want to bring her up because she's like obviously like mentally ill but like ross and uh again making all about herself wonder which asian reactionaries are pretending like their treatment of asian feminists online doesn't translate into the violence against women we've been seeing lately like are you fucking kidding me like you get a couple of like stupid harassment tweets and that's that's the equivalent. All, all, all
1: of that, all that accomplishes is to take what happened and deflect it into some other thing that doesn't matter. You yeah. know, this this is taking what happened, covering it up, not really getting into the violence against women we've been seeing lately. No, not lately. Like this fucking incident. You know. Yeah. But it's always rubbed out and smoothed out and, and you know, we get away from the ugliness of what happened. I mean, Michelle go. I mean, that was a fucking nightmare.
2: Well, <laughs> like, those those train drivers, uh, it's well known that they are yeah. traumatized beyond belief. Some of them can't go back to work ever having seen that.
1: They're ones who – what, what, didn't they have to, like, subdue one the other yeah, time because right. he, yeah. like, had a nervous fucking breakdown? Jeez. Of course.
2: It's the most hideous thing a, a human being could see, and that happened, and the first thing out of these people's mouths is, a- anti-Asian hate will not be stopped by police. Really? That's where you're going with this. Who said it would in the first place? But that's what I'm saying. It's, a, it's an automatic reflex. These people are not like, they don't have normal emotions and brains. It's just They're this not, pivot. Would-
3: Thinking logically, <laughs> that's how I feel. I mean, if the police is not the answer, I mean, what else could that be? <laughs> they will not tell you what the exact solution is, but rather they would be like, oh, that's not the solution. But so what the solution yeah, is? The solution. is. They don't it, give it to you. When I look at a lot of people, they're like, oh, we need to take step." But what step? They didn't tell you.
2: Because, well, because you know what, they, A, they don't have them because that's all you need to do at these grant writing workshops and these fellowships, right? That's what a fellowship application is. It's just bullshitting your way. Like, here's what I'm planning on doing. And you don't actually have to do it. So, yeah, that's exactly what it is.
3: If you do have the solution, just shut up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, shut the fuck up and let people oh, are there any safe walk programs? Hello, there's one called safe walks. But like, yeah, so so these people like are, are are pondering like people aren't already doing things. Well, guess who's already doing things? It's people that aren't in your same sector and that you didn't go to finishing school with or whatever. So that's why they don't want to to rub elbows with those people because like you said, uh, it, it, they are putting their own careers in danger. And that is so callous. That is so callous that you're. And they are the bottle.
1: I mean, it would be one thing for us to say, "Well, let's just ignore these people," but they are monopolizing the bottleneck of communication between these Asian American communities and, yeah. um, like, the larger world. They're the interface. Yeah. They speak the language that the rest of the world speaks, and they use it. That, but that you know, that grammar is not set up to represent us in any way. Nope. And you know, I think. What I've noticed is, like, you are right. They do engage in a lot of academic um, sounding language, and I think part of it is to put on the illusion that there is a deeper meaning that the rest of us just aren't educated enough to understand. And I think it is important, like, for us as a smaller group here, like we are we are educated, uh, college educated, and and uh, Chong is actually like teaching at, at, at you know in college and like it is incumbent i think for asian americans who do see through this and be like no this is not legitimate academic work this is bullshit smoke screening that you're using to make it sound like your position is like ex- you know extremely in- you know well researched and well th- thought out like it is incumbent on us to call it out there needs yeah. to be people who can directly because you know your average you know like immigrant grandmother in Chinatown is not going to know how to respond to this right. gaslighting, and they just cross their fingers and hope for the best that whatever the fuck these people are saying it actually represents their interests. But we know better, and there has to be now this time there needs to be people to speak up. And you know I it's so bad it's so bad that um, like I have to admit some pretty dark shit, which is like you know in a way I was. <laughs> In a way, I was like, I, I am, I am glad that the victim isn't Chinese. One, because it puts up another wall between me and her, so I don't have to fucking imagine it. Okay. No, no, no I mean that the victim was not Chinese, oh. so I don't. It, it's just a small little barrier between me and her, and I, and it's necessary for me, and and two, like and this is the this is the sickest part is like i i'm so fucking paranoid about sinophobia that like if she were chinese i would start worrying that people would just be like well i don't care really care because she was a chinese woman in chinatown and you know like that's how fucked up it is now
3: but but to me i told him well he told me that and i told him that that's not really helping because you know
1: Oh, I'm not proud of it. I'm yeah, just but saying, like, this is the truth in my head. I
3: it? mean, the murderer is not gonna be like seeing her as like Korean or Chinese or Japanese, and, you know, she still she could be me. That's it, you yeah. know.
1: Yeah, I just, I'm just saying, I don't want to imagine it, but reading it, like, I, it's just, I can't help it. And it's just like.
2: Right. Oh, it's no, so bad. I, Well, so when you say, like, people need to push back against this, this, you know, this, this jargon that sounds smart and that we're all supposed to like, you know, worship these people who, who have all the answers and, and we don't, but like the moment you do push back, especially if you're an Asian man, you get called an MR Asian, you know, you're, these people are now the victims and they're just as much of a victim as Christina now, because you quote tweeted and dunked on them not you in I particular but in general
1: I think it's time for people like me to stop fearing that uh, and like if you truly understand like your how you feel about this like if if you if you can let yourself if you have like the courage to let yourself imagine what happened like none of those things are actual problems right well, right, like it just shouldn't yeah. matter. I don't care. You can call me an emeration all day. You can call me a sexist, misogynist, whatever. I know that what I am worried about is that fucking thing happening to someone I know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to imagine that. Yeah, I can't. I can't handle that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just just think
0: of how narcissistic it is. You you got an Asian woman who was Chung. Didn't you say there were even like some possible charges of like like sexual assault or something oh, yes
2: yeah yeah yep i mean she, it it is believed that she was sexually assaulted and and the fact that he um the the cops knocked on the door and he imitated a woman's voice and the, and fooled these morons these moronic cops he he fooled them and they they left because he 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 said in a high-pitched voice like i, I don't need help anymore
0: it's like, like a fucking out of a straight out of a cartoon.
2: It, it's horrific, and honestly, like, just that's why this whole idea of just abject fear really hit me. So, so as this all was happening, like, you have to think of every possibility, and like, I know because you know we all live in New York City. When you hear like a kid screaming, because like the ice cream truck's coming, you can tell the difference between a happy scream and a and a oh I saw a spider and and the type of scream you would utter when a guy's stabbing you and these cops just left. I mean, it's just egregious. This this should never have happened. Yeah.
3: So it seemed to me he's not like completely crazy at all. He know no. he kinda know what to do. No of he, course, uh, and he's a rapist and how would the uh yeah, therapist or whatever would help.
0: No, I I read that he had kept like a strategic distance so that she like even if she checked behind her it, it would be like not very suspicious, because obviously if someone's like right behind you and tailgating you, of course, and you know, and he uh, waited
2: to the last moment to, to rush up. So as soon as she opened the door, he timed it perfectly, and and he rushed. So he up. know
3: exactly what to do, how to attack a
2: woman. Yep, right. So so this idea of of, of him being crazy is just another bullshit um, excuse to talk about anything except what we need to be talking about. It's mental health. It's Oh my God, food insecurity instead of what we should.
1: Yeah. And, and what does it matter? I mean, yeah. like when, when, she, when, when she understood that she is caught in this monster's net, what does it matter if he's crazy or not? What does it, because now he's in control, whether he's crazy or whether he's, he's sane and, and dastardly or whatever the fuck you want to, it doesn't, what does it matter? You're trapped and now he's in control of your life. What does it matter
2: why are we debating this because it's okay like we're not but they are because it's the optics of this if 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 it had been a white dude right a middle-class white dude it would have been all about you know uh asian women and you know the whole history people would be reading books on all of it but it's not now it, it it's like infantilization of 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 this guy it's almost like saying that he he didn't really have a choice because he he was insane. It, it's, really it's, like, it's really
1: sick. It's really sick. It's it's almost as if they were talking about an animal or someone not even human. That's
2: what I mean. It, it is it is anti-black to 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 claim that this guy was just oh he was just so crazy, you know that, that he couldn't help himself, which is bullshit. I, I
3: don't the, I don't understand uh, anti-black. Theory because he's only one black guy He's not like all black right. people
2: Right well I mean I feel like The the blue check reactions to it When they talk about Like mental health And you know food insecurity it's, it's almost like they're hinting At an inevitable situation When it really isn't
3: Well he's a rapist It's not right. about food It's not about education <laughs> It's not about housing Right
0: um, oh, my earlier point I, I was getting at was like the sheer narcissism it takes to this this incident, which could clearly be characterized as uh, is it's like gender based violence. And I've seen a lot of these blue check types come out and say it, but then to say actually the real uh, misogynists are are people who question me, like like the like this Whitney who tweet. Uh, really tired of mostly Asian and white men in my threads and d m s wishing harm to me blah blah blah, because of what she says like again, making this all about her and her annoyances online because of the bullshit she spews is just you know go fuck yourself, you know
1: yeah i'm I'm only interested in real solutions to this. And I can sense when someone's not serious about this. Yeah,
0: Speaking of the so-called solutions, I couldn't help but notice that all the things about mental health, this is a breakdown of social services, you guys. That was the plot of Joker, the movie. And remember, I guarantee you a lot of these same types saying that when that movie came out said... Uh, no, no, no you know that's that's uh this is gonna cause an incel uprising personal responsibility uh even even a guy at the end of his rope um can't blame it on the state for not providing you meds and now now they're saying uh the same same thing saying uh, actually that that that's the the solution to this it's like obviously they're not serious they're very very unserious people at least are well, comes- racist
1: because like what Chong says I think it's right it's different when it's a black assailant because they're not really human to them. Yeah, I mean, they can't they're help us. Right? That's crazy. just their nature.
0: You know, just like, yeah. right. If they go hungry, that's, this is what happened to them. It's just, yeah.
2: Jesus yeah. Christ. That is like a, a sentence there, right? The food insecurity did it. Otherwise this is a, a predisposition, which is just, it's just a hideous thing to say and to think out loud. Not only that, but it's a hideous thing to expect accolades And 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 to expect like affirmation that you're one of the good ones for saying that, as opposed to one of the bad Asians who says, why don't we get some extra patrols out for the next few weeks? Right. Like that's the bad thing to say.
3: Well, for that that regard, I would rather to be a bad Asian so that I can be (laughs) alive.
2: I am a bad Asian because that's what I think should happen. Yeah, good. Then maybe I'll make it home alive and you can sit there and what will protect you is critical reflections on the politic of reimagination. Go ahead and and, and see how far that gets you. I'll take my pepper spray and my bike lock
3: because that's what I carry around with me now. Both. Oh, me too. I have my pepper spray. Good.
1: Yeah, you have that you have that rolling pin too. <laughs> we pra- we what I do is like I, I wear like my bat a backpack filled with towels um backwards Damn. like to cover my chest and then she she's she sort of practices on me. Oh, you're like the <laughs> the
0: dummy for to, yeah. to get hit.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh I, I cause I want to get a sense of how effective this thing is and um well, a here's the luck. thing, I mean <laughs> Bike lock, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna. I'm. I, I'm gonna do. Um, we're gonna do a pod with um this dragon combat. Or, I oh yeah, what called. Yeah, dragon, dragon Punch or, club.
0: or something like that. Yeah, okay. dragon, dragon combat
1: club. Yeah, yep. I invited. They're over here by me in Elmhurst, and um, oh, they're great. I'm gonna invite them onto the pod just to talk about some basic situational awareness and things like practical things that people can do to just sort of try and you know maximize their survivability right now, yeah. and especially That's, for yeah. women like you know, this is like a horror movie where the, you know, in every horror movie, the, the, the fear is dialed up by the fact that nobody believes that the monster's there. And there's, there's someone who saw it, someone who saw what happened and nobody believes her. And here we're talking about Asian women, you know? And I, the other thing that these people do is they constantly deflect away from Asian women to say, oh, this is something that, all women of color and indigenous and black in particular. And I'm like, look, I'm not denying that. There are very serious issues that affect indigenous and black women. But for right now, we are talking about a a pattern that is specifically targeting Asian women. And I feel, and I've seen this, and Chan has experienced this, that in New York, a very multicultural city, multi-ethnic, multi-racial, Asian women occupy a specific a specifically vulnerable spot in public because there are there are cases there are times when there are black women hispanic women white women on the train or wherever in the station but it's the asian woman who gets targeted specifically and they can get targeted by anyone it can be a black man it could be a black woman, a Hispanic man, an Asian man. I don't know. But I know that Asian women are specifically being targeted. And we got to talk about that. And and that's who needs protection right now. And and I I don't want to spread this too thin where we're starting to say like, no, we've got to address all violence against all women in all places all the time how do I speak against that? I, the only way I can think of is to say, no, I honestly, I don't give a shit right now. I am interested in the safety of Asian women period.
3: Uh, I was told by like American that like, you need to take good care of yourself before you can take care of other people. So I would put it that way.
2: Yeah. Like put your mask on first before helping other people. Yeah. I mean, I would just look at the list of victims of of this and it is mostly women asian women right nobody else is getting hit in the in the head nobody else is getting their skull beaten with a rock okay it's the asian exception women. is usually
1: an elderly or you know right. that's true. it's either women or elderly you know right and right. usually asian elderly uh, yeah. women elderly yeah because
3: they're the more vulnerable people Yeah, easier to attack yeah right and and
2: that's well, there's the also a,
1: i think there's a sexual component to a lot of this stuff that yep. you know i mean because i think i mean let's face it i think a lot of times you know we assume that asian men or men in general are exempted from this because we're big and tough and it's not true we're exempted from a lot of it because we don't post we're not they're not interested in us they're not right. we don't have what they're after right you know what i mean so I uh, it's they're they're you know these these aren't just violent crimes like it, it's, this was a sexual assault it's terrifying i think this is the worst this is the worst anti-asian crime ever ever
3: yeah That's what i have yeah. seen for like 20 years
1: this is the most terrifying yeah thing that i've ever heard of
0: but it's got something like this has got to have happened before it probably just didn't make the news for some reason, right?
1: Well, the E. Lee one was e. Lee pretty is. bad as well. Oh, wait, oh wait, yeah, e. that, that yeah. was that, actually, you know, that was way worse. E. Right. E. Well, she, no, I don't think it was way worse, but it was bad. Well, because
0: there was, e. uh, there was like an actual, I, I don't know yeah. how, if there was a rape involved, but well, and then she was like burned. She was also like, wasn't she like like a bit mentally challenged? There was well? another
1: woman who was burned.
2: No, E. e. Lee was yeah. raped, raped, gang raped, and also raped with objects.
1: Jeez, yeah. And beaten I mean,
2: with a tree branch. So, so her, yeah, but hardly any. Emmy, talks in that case, that. I think,
1: said she had never seen injuries that bad before.
2: Right. Yeah. She in was just case. massacred. Yep. But yeah, no, she, she did have some mental health struggles, but you know, just, just awful.
0: Yeah. So, well, I, I mean, I think the, the, the worst thing is this is, this can't have been the only time uh, an Asian woman was like, no, followed into her place not. and, and, well, possibly sexually assaulted and then yeah. murdered.
2: I mean, the the last uh, brutal rape and and killing was in Flushing. You know, it was like maybe six months ago, and and it was actually like uh it's considered a domestic. It, it was like, um, you know, a a, a guy who you know I, I believe he was married or maybe she was married did you guys hear about this it, it was on yeah i think know, i closely. did
1: yeah yeah he he knew her right it was right the... yeah
2: they they were yeah. like lovers i guess i mean i hate to even say that but and i guess he uh sexually assaulted her and and beat her to death like and they found her in the vestibule of the apartment so i mean that's just horrific yeah but but it wasn't yeah like being stalked. It wasn't like a, a stranger killing.
0: Yeah. I mean, we all know what's gonna happen probably in the ne- you know, probably next few weeks. I mean th- this story yep. will probably just like lose steam in a month or so. But what what what's gonna happen by, you know, the self-appointed community leaders is all the stuff that can actually help, possibly, even if it's just uh just like in our minds. We don't really know. All of that, no no, I can't do it. What can happen is a select few will have their profile slightly raised maybe they'll guess get some like guest columns in some magazines then maybe they'll take over someone's like Instagram account for a day some like influencer and and all will be well because uh, they are our uh you know basically our avatars in the public sphere and because they got a small benefit we have all benefit as a community but,
1: but 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 Chris this is this is my point is that we are so used to trading and cynicism on this pod that Um, and I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I mean, that, that is probably going to be the reality, but like I said, I mean, someone's got to fucking step up whoever can. And yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is like, I I feel like this is something where like we have to get changed by this stuff. Like the, I, I, I think there's some crimes for whatever reason just resonate through time, you know, like Vincent Chin for whatever reason. There's been worse attacks on on Asian people than Vincent Chin. Many many worse attacks, but for some reason that resonated. Uh, it just had the elements, and I, I don't I, I don't want to tease apart what it is, but it just had the elements that that ended up, you know, because of the work of like Helen Zier and, et cetera. Like it ended up resonating for a long time, and and I feel like this is something that can and must be like that. Like, we can't just let it, you know, fade away from attention after a few months. Because, but when then you're saying is like, okay, then we need something worse than this. And we don't. There is nothing worse than this. It's either this or it's fucking nothing. Or or you just accept it. Right. I mean, I I, I said that meaning that, like, don't let
0: all this fake, um, whatever you see on social media, you know, people saying, you know, like, this time it's different. Like, if we don't do anything, we already know how the story ends. We've seen it time yes. and time again. If we leave it to well, them, right? Exactly. Well, we just like,
2: saw it. We just saw it with Michelle Go. I mean, right. the only, the only massacre these people are capable of talking about is the Atlanta one.
0: But even that, it like, died out of it for two weeks, right? It was. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I, I did see people bring that one up again because of I don't know why. I, I guess, but yeah, I mean. I don't know if this, you know, I, I assume this is going to die down, right? Like, I agree there. But I think it's just like, like I said, it, it's this reflex of these people because I, I think some of them deep down know, like, some people get high on their own supply. And I think here, like, like you have to, ju- like, to have this reflex, like all these blue check, all these, um, uh, Asian American studies professors, these Asian American literature professors, like the first thing they say is this is horrific, but, and then whatever bullshit comes after that. And I feel like, when are they going to stop phrasing it like that? Like, why can't you just say this is horrific full stop? Like it's that impulse they have to, to keep fucking talking. There's nothing else to say after this is horrific
1: you know what yeah, i mean their their minds are dominated by their prefrontal cortex they have you know like they, they, it's just like just just words you know yeah. there's no drive behind it but i think you know I, and i and i've started seeing this happen uh more and more is that asian american issues become flashpoints for much larger national issues and i would think um and i this is a double edged sword but i think it's an important one which is that i am starting to get the sense that The larger, like, larger political forces in play are starting to notice this and they do want to make a big deal out of this one. Now, for different reasons than I want to, but I think that this was such a horrific and terrifying thing for people just generally. Like, I don't think you have to be Asian to be horrified by this. This is like everyone's worst nightmare. I mean, especially, you know, a woman's worst nightmare. That I don't think that you have to be Asian to, Um, understand the to feel fear uh, because of what happened i mean chinatown is not the only place that where this is a threat right and i do think that um this has become transcended just this may be something that like i've been thinking about this is like do i really want to um pigeonhole this into being an anti-asian crime or do is it better to say like No, this, this, this is, we are like Asians have been thrown under the bus so long. So we are the sort of like people that are experiencing this first, but this shit is coming for you too.
2: Right. Well, there was a woman followed home. I forgot um, where exactly, maybe upper Manhattan, but yeah, the, and there was a video of it and it was terrifying. I mean, I, I, I forget exactly where, but it was fairly recently and it was the same deal. It was a woman, but she just, I mean, he didn't wait you know, a floor underneath, you know, he, he came up right behind her. Had she closed her door a second later, he would have gotten in. So, yeah. And that wow. like really scared people. And, and I, you know, I think it was a black woman and she shut her door and, you know, it, it could have been this similar thing happening. Right.
1: Yeah. So. There was a, do you remember there was like an Italian, uh, grad student at Columbia that got murdered recently?
2: Oh, right. Yes. Oh, right. a
1: enough- guy, uh, some, some, yeah. Random yeah, Morningside Park. Yeah, he just got stabbed, right? By just yeah, yep. just got person. stabbed, and the guy, then that guy was also out on. um He had multiple yep. charges pending and stuff, and
0: yeah, and uh, you know, and a couple of years ago, a freshman girl was murdered in Morningside Park.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I think there were majors. you were there
1: that day. Uh, that Testa night. Majors. That night.
0: Yeah, Tessa Major. That night, it must have been like two or three hours after she had died. I, I like walked up with. I was actually there on a date. Uh, I I walked up uh, on those stairs and I'm like, wow, this is a really beautiful park, great oh, view. Have Morningside
1: Park at night? I, I
0: I was so ignorant of that area, but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. but I think the the per, the person who killed her was like a fifteen year old or something. Yeah, just like, well, yeah, there was a
2: couple. Just, yeah, there was a group of kids, and one of them I think recently got tried as an adult or maybe not something like that. But yeah, I mean, that's one of the common threads in in all of these crimes. Like the guy who who hit guying ma with a, a rock is that he had a long list a long list of arrests the the guy who beat up the Thai model i i won't attempt her name it's so long but um he also oh, that was terrible he, oh I, my god I, apparently he had like he was arrested if i'm not mistaken 14 times in one day in one day 14 times for like stupid shit but then he graduates to he – sa- he committed sexual battery, right, and then just beat the living hell out of this poor woman and then took her stuff. So the common thread is, yeah, like these are people who have long histories of, of in and out, a revolving door, in and out of jail, in and out of the criminal justice system. And these, I, I... Bl- these blue checks are saying that trying to like do something about it is – harmful well guess what it's harmful to get the shit beat out of you and get left for dead in a subway yeah. station
0: and it's probably only gonna get worse because like uh, is it in june or july when the the chester recall happens in san francisco uh, oh you yeah. better believe that all those uh you know all those asian americans who who yep. depend on the you know their, their funding or or their careers depends on on uh, making sure asians don't get uh characterized as helping the right wing. Um, Even when Asian Americans, I bet for a lot of us, it's apolitical. We just want to not fear for our own lives. That's not a political thing. Uh, But for them, their number one priority, I mean, these like blue check types, is their their careers or their social standing and whatever circles they're in. And there's probably a very good chance, he does get recalled, if this uh, San Francisco uh, board of education is any uh, barometer. And yeah, it's going to be fucked up. And another thing I, I get, it's just like a lot of these uh, blue check types always like positions themselves. As these are like, great defenders of, of Asian American women and they'll call <sighs> anybody and anyone a misogynist. But only like so, something like this happens. really like, you know, as I said before, this time there's almost no social distance between the victims. And these are not like recently uh, immigrated elders or anything. Uh, Michelle Goh or uh, Christina Lee type is basically them. Even then they're yeah. like, yeah, whatever. It's,
1: mi- it's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing to see them throw their own fucking image under the bus. Right. Their the, own yeah, identity. And
0: the only time they ever get amped up is, is usually when some like Asian dude uh, makes them feel uncomfortable with their dating lives. That's the only time they ever show any passion.
2: Yeah. Or, you know, noodles or, you know, take your shoes off in the house.
0: Or cheapow or some shit like that. Right. Yeah.
1: You know... um, it, it's like I saw someone like tweet like so I forgot among all the reactions that we were trading amongst each other on email before this pod someone was like you know what you need to do is you need to ask yourself and everyone around you every day how did you perform transformative justice today Oh. <laughs> okay and um, Fuck. was this bright D limb yes <laughs> yes yes it sounds like yes. a
2: bright D limb ism <laughs> I wanted to
0: bring D-Lim. I want to bring up something to it because it was it's just so deranged. But I oh, mean, lord. first of all, like,
2: oh. that
0: is the most misnamed man. It should be Dimlim. That I I would rename him.
2: <laughs> hey, that's my joke. I <laughs> oh, is that. it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Or maybe
0: <laughs> Blight Dlim. This uh, oh, he's a blight on our
1: society. Oh lord. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chung, I'm so very glad
0: said- we we like
1: had this. <laughs> He said that, and I just, Same. I imagined at that moment when I read that, I, I directed a little film in my head where he played the part um, of Woody Harrelson in No Country for Old Men, and oh. I was Anton Chigurh with my shotgun, <laughs> and and I put my boots up, and I asked Bright D. Lim if, <laughs> if the rule you followed led you to this point of what use was the rule, meaning like, And I mean that seriously, like you have all been talking about restorative justice, this for this long. And like, I am open to hearing about it. I am not a person who's not open to hearing about this. I think for nonviolent crimes and stuff like there needs, there, 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 there are, there is such a thing as over policing. Okay. But when like the guy in this case, uh, Asamad, he was, you know, they found the guy that he had punched in the face at Grand Street Station, right across the street from where the murder occurred, he said that he got punched in the face so hard he doesn't understand why he would just be let out. Yeah. This guy's dangerous. Right. And so if your restorative justice theories have led us to this this incident, this one incident is all it takes for me, of what use is your rule? Like the whole point, like bottom line, we prevent this from happening. I understand there's an over policing problem, but th- like letting this guy out, it's not didn't work, did it? No,
2: and and it didn't transform shit. And and he also bright also said, you know, Asians. And this is what I said earlier about scapegoating Asian Asians cling. So it's kind of like the same thing Obama said, right? Like bright bright said asians cling to carceral solutions like who the fuck what does that even mean to cling to something like
0: like he says it love prison so much we just have a prison yeah, fetish uh, uh, exactly I, I mean
1: chris i think what you shared shows kind of the mindset of some of these people yeah. like he goes hi friends in appreciation of the bonds of accountability and the work of self-transformation i wanted to share with you a list of some of the mistakes i made this year and i'm like bro it's not about you yeah, I don't care about your self transformation. You're not relevant. You know, what to me. I don't prompted, care about. Like, you. like,
0: what prompted? I mean, I, I guess I'm gonna take a guess in the circles he's in, because he might he's like a straight man, maybe a straight Asian man. He he needs to perform this like struggle session, but it's just like nobody asked you to do this. Nobody cares.
1: Nobody cares. What is this? You we're not. You are not. Uh, uh, you are not the type of man that's that's feared and 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 in right. danger of doing something like this. He so I don't care Yale. about you. You not...
2: went to Yale. Like, what is well, he? Well, I he went to Princeton, what... that,
1: ex- that, oh, that that like explains one of those.
2: It. One of those. No, yeah. I, I, I read up
0: on the, why he's like this. I read up on this dude. He went to Princeton Day School, yeah. very hoity-toity school, and I think he also went to Princeton University.
2: Oh, okay. I thought it was Yale, Sorry. but yeah. And he rails against uh, Asians doing test prep. How the fuck did you get into? Princeton not doing test no, prep? I don't think so.
1: action and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So th- yeah, this, this guy's is got just, issues.
2: Yeah, well, this is just the hypocrisy. You know what? You don't have to self-flagellate, right? Uh, no one cares. No one cares. I don't. I care about people who get hit in the head with a rock. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, if you want to self-flagellate, go to, go to a dungeon and do that. It's like, spare <laughs> us the... The, the misery of having to watch There do was it one
2: and... in Astoria called Caligula got shut down during the pandemic because they weren't mm. wearing masks. <laughs> they weren't wearing the right kind of mask. <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> yeah. um, um. Have, have we said everything we want to say? Shen, uh, have, do you have any things you want to share?
3: I just want uh, Asian people like just ignore all the bullshit when you talk about your own safety and somebody else tell you like, oh, you're like white supremacy some anti-black don't be brainwashed by them because it doesn't make sense you are only talking about your own safety you're entitled to your own safety that's it ignore those people push those people yell at those people and also at the same time you need to know how to protect yourself because you know now is a pretty dangerous time we need to realize that and yep that's what i was to say and that's what i'm gonna do
1: you know. We have a very happy relationship. <laughs> no, but I, see I, I like
3: that. I like that how
2: you said you're entitled to it. You are entitled to your safety. And so for me, I've got my kryptonite lock. I think all Asian women, all Asians are entitled to feel safe and to be free of that horrible feeling of of fear and anxiety. And we deserve it, Right. And if anyone has a problem with that, come find me and talk to my face and tell me that. Don't hide behind your stupid blue check and say, oh, well, you're you're carceral. Fuck you. I'm safe.
1: That's beautiful. That's what I say to people on Twitter when they get too far from me. I say, hey, just come find me. Yeah. You know, if you really mean what you say, come find me and say it to my face. Say it it to my luck.
3: I really don't care what you call me. You can call me anything. You call me a bitch. You call me a racist, but i by the end of the day i just worry about my own safety if that made me a racist, if that made me a bitch yeah let be it i don't care what you call <laughs> me i just want to be alive that's it
1: yeah just get home i like that
0: yeah i think that's a good way to end this episode yeah um, with, with, yeah. with some fire, like like uh, that's the thing. I'm so fucking tired of sadness being the dominant Asian American emotion. Yeah. Sadness crying everywhere. Sad me crying I'm crying in HMR. I'm crying here. <laughs> like fuck I'm that. Fuck um, that. Because you know what look at our brothers and sisters across the Pacific ocean. They're not afraid to get mad. And we've been sold this total lie that, you know, Asians and Asian culture (laughs) is very, it's just, we just- Those motherfuckers will overthrow governments. Right, right. right. Let's like, (laughs) we don't even know who we are. And we're like, I I think it's, the thing is we really don't want to face up to the fact that we are almost like a, a hostage in the U.S. And that unless we let these things happen, we're going to get ostracized maybe even kicked out and to not have to confront that fact we make up this bullshit that we're actually doing this uh because we're so noble we we're not so we're not like uh we're not selfish you see our own can get trampled and and raped and murdered, but we're looking out for the greater good. No, total bullshit. You're just being cowards. That's that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, blink yes.
2: once, blink once for yes and two for no, right? Like hostage to these people. Well, not anymore. More people need to hear, and you know, use their anger for good. So,
0: mm-hmm. well said. All right, yep. uh, so let's close it yep. off there, Chong and Shan, thank you so much for uh joining us. I mean we're all in new york we we should uh, do this way more often um and shan, you're like as you said you uh, you've had to bear with teen uh shouting in his uh
1: in in the apartment on these pods for years. So oh, we, we, why we're not come shouting on? all the time <laughs> It's like the basis of our Covid relationship is just yeah. shout. like our neighbors probably think we're in some sort of like domestic violence situation. Oh, no. <laughs> But we're just Ooh. we're we're shouting at
3: <laughs> We were just so angry and then we're just like yelling ah!
1: <laughs> No, we know our neighbors. But uh yeah, no I mean I'm I I think this was a great group, but I, I, I hope we're not special, you know? I hope like a lot of people are talking and thinking like like we are. And I think they are. I do.
3: Can I just add one more thing? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like Protect yourself. Know how to protect yourself. Aware your surrounding, and also try your best to help each other, support mm. each other. Yes. We have each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um. Again, we we weren't happy. We had to do this episode and have to do like another kind of like special free bonus episode. But hopefully, those who listened got something out of this and i think i do think we are the majority opinion among asian americans it's just that yeah. people are either scared or, or they, they they have this misplaced faith in the in the so called a representative, our representatives as i said fuck that they don't have our interests at heart they only care about themselves so you know talk with your friends just air it out and i'm sure most people will actually agree with you so
1: yeah. this is escape from plan
0: <laughs> a signing off join us next time for our next episode everyone stay safe bye
3: bye Thank you.